You're not the only one feeling or thinking what you're feeling and thinking, mama. I am too. Welcome to the Mom Bar, a pro-mama, mother-loving community focused on sharing simple truths, intimate thoughts, and real discussions about the journey of motherhood. All while committing to love the life that God has designed for you. This is a space for first-time mamas, work-from-home mamas, baby mamas, millennial mamas, stay-at-home mamas, single mamas, angel mamas, insert here, types of mamas. And if you can check more than one of these boxes, the mom bar is exactly where you need to be. I'm your host, Day Hayes, stay-at-home mama, recovering perfectionist, mother of three under three, wife, author, and most importantly to all of my identities are being a daughter of Christ. We've been kept out of grown folks' business for way too long, but hey, we're here now, so let's talk about it. As your MFF, mama friend in faith, I'll hold space so you can mind your motherhood, vulnerably share my own mom tales, remind you that you are still that girl, and decide if the issues that we're dealing with should be pumped or dumped. So get in, mama. We're going on a faith ride. Hey mama, this is a Mind Your Motherhood episode where we're going to be chatting about mental health. You guys know my disclaimer, there will be little voices, little feet, and loving correction in this episode. Let's get into it. Being a stay-at-home mother is not for the faint at heart, but then being a stay-at-home mother of two little ones while being pregnant in the last trimester... You know, honestly, you might think I might go a little crazy. You can imagine when God gave me this vision for the Mom Bar podcast, I was like, God, who, where, find somebody else because um, how is this going to work? Do people want to hear an episode with me giving love and correction or redirecting my children? I am trying to also get over being a perfectionist because in your perfection, is truly disobedience. I tried every way possible to find a way that I could do this podcast in a way that would suit the listeners until I just couldn't get around it. I can't be concerned anymore with being perfect because my perfection is leading to procrastination. Whether my perfection was me saying, oh, I need to write out every episode and all of the script for every episode before I actually launch. I need to make sure that I have dedicated carved out time to do it. And all that is great in a perfect world. But God was like, hey, girl, get your priorities in straight. I need you to focus on doing what I told you to do, which is record. I'm glad you have your military truck. Now go to the playroom. Thank you, buddy. And as you can see, even in the midst of me being obedient, I still have to give loving correction. And I want my children to see an example of being obedient despite not having all of the pieces together. If I had to wait, you guys would never hear the word that God has for me to give you today. And does it strain on my mental health sometimes? Yes, it does. But it was only straining on my mental health when I was trying to do everything perfectly, which leads me to our scripture for today in the book of Haggai, which 
I don't even know if I'm pronouncing it right, but I am absolutely no one's preacher. But this is a book that God led me to that was like, whoa, God, you talking right to me. And it's so crazy how he uses the word to speak specifically to what we are dealing with. My timing and God's timing clearly aren't the same. And that's why God led me to Haggai 1, 2, which says, The time has not yet come to rebuild the house of the Lord. So God was calling me to build the mom bar out. And I was like, the time has not come, God. I'm a stay-at-home mom. I don't have that much time. I'm trying to also still balance being a wife on top of trying to get my newborn ready to come into this world and everything that goes along with that. And I'm like, God, the time has not come. Like I'll spend my personal dedicated spiritual time with you, but the time has not come. And eventually God was like, no, my time is when I say it is, and either you're going to do it or you're not. And so I was really being disobedient, honestly, and looking for ways to perfect the podcast. And that included me doing market research without actually doing what God told me to do, which was record. Or he was like, oh, I'm going to give you the full vision for it, which he gave me because he wanted me to have a stake and hope in what it was he was creating with me and through me. But then I was like, well, let me create the back end of the website and let me do this and let me do that. And God was like, all I've told you to do is to just record. And that was actually reflected in Haggai 1.6, where God was pretty much telling the people of Israel, you guys have planted much and harvested little. And I've been in a season where I haven't seen much harvest from a lot of the things that I've planted in the past. And it's made me a little fearful and it's made me actually procrastinate because I'm thinking in my head this time it has to be perfect because I don't want to fail. Being a mother, having to learn new things and navigate the expectations of little human beings, there's a lot of failure. And sometimes you just want to win. So I was like, God, let me do all the other parts so I can get a win. And my concerns about having the right equipment, having the perfect social media, having the perfect plan, those were all my over planning, which was truly a lack of obedience. And God is like, I'll put the razzle dazzle on it. Just do what I'm asking you to do. And it was really about me sitting down and saying that I'm going to put God first. That I'm not going to put my own ambition first. I'm not going to put my fear first. I'm not even going to put my family before being obedient to God. And I know that may sound crazy to some, but God is the creator of all that I have and the reason that I have it. So getting my priorities in place included being obedient to God in my personal spiritual development, but also doing what he told me to do. And that's why I really enjoyed the book of Haggai because it was a story of the Israelites neglecting what God told them to do, which was to build his spiritual house. They were focusing on building their homes. And I get it. They just came from the wilderness. They haven't had a time or a chance to plant their own roots in this promised land. They're like, you know what? Let me get this five-story home from the ground up with nine bedrooms and a nice 
a faucet and I want a double shower. And I'm just listing out all the things, y'all, that I want personally in my own home. And I know it's going to be everything that God promised me and more. But I get why the Israelites were like, okay, God, thank you for getting us to the promised land. Now it's time for me to build my house and get my glory. But that's not why God brought them to the promised land. He brought them to the promised land to praise, worship, and depend on him. And he would then give them all the desires of their hearts. And so they had it backwards, just like I have it backwards. The world will tell us that we need to do all of these things before going forward and doing what God has called us to do. But we have to be reminded that we are not of this world and that God wants to put us in a position where he is getting the glory as well as us and that he can work through us. As I reflect on my priorities being out of whack and placing some of my wife's responsibilities and motherhood responsibilities over being obedient with the time that I've had, I recognize that I was actually depending on my own strength, my own schedule, my own confidence, and my own skills. I've done that before, and that's what resulted in me not harvesting what God wanted me to harvest. This time around with the mom bar, I'm just really excited because I'm doing this God's way. I'm not worried about people being annoyed about my children being in the background because guess what? This is called the mom bar podcast. So I'm a mom and you're going to experience me being a mother. This is authentic and transparent and honest to who I am. It is my reality and I'm going to share how God is working through my life to be an example of his glory. I'm going to be vulnerable about sharing my mom tales and what I'm experiencing. And I've released this expectation of perfection for other people. It's gotten me absolutely nowhere. And honestly, y'all, I hope as mothers that you do the same. I know when I'm recording that it feels like I'm fighting tooth and nail. That is just a reminder to me how diligent I need to be over protecting what God has given me. I don't take it lightly that God has blessed me with the story, that he's redeemed me, he's restored me, and that I have the opportunity to share that with others. But I also don't take it lightly that I am a mother because that's the one of the ways that he has restored me, that I am a wife, that that is the one of the ways that he has shown glory through my life. Because of that, I think that it's really important in minding your motherhood, keeping up with your own mental health, that you learn to create boundaries. I shared in a previous episode some of the things that I was not used to seeing when I was a child from my mother, and she stretched herself so thin. And as an adult now, I know there are boundaries, things that I believe in, values that I want to steal generationally that I want to put into place, which requires boundaries. So I've had to learn how to put in boundaries. Two of the boundaries that I've put into place are for bedtime and dinner. My priorities for being a wife and being a mother is I like to cook and provide a meal for my family. That is not everybody's thing. And to be honest with a lot of y'all, I never even thought about doing that before being married or having kids. And I'm laughing at myself because if you know me personally, you know, I was not the girl that was about to get in front of a stove and do any type of cooking for anybody. But 
Here I am. Look at God. He can change us. Put priorities in place for bedtime and dinner because they're so important to me. My husband works during the day and I like for us to have a meal together so that we can reflect on the day so that we can sit there and let each other know I value you. I value you as a part of my family and I'm invested in you and I want to share with you my day. It's also helped my children with their language development and being able to communicate. And then bedtime is so beautiful to me because we do story time at bedtime. And it's also an opportunity that I use to reflect on all of the blessings God has given me and how he's answered my prayers. And I set the boundaries in place, such as not taking work calls, not looking at emails. I'm not looking at the screen. We don't have the TV on during dinner time. I do not say yes to anything that's going to take me away from that time. And sometimes there's a little bit of give and take. But for the most part, I put those boundaries in place so that I can mind my motherhood and do what God has called me to do in this season. I love your blocks, buddy. Go share with your sister in the playroom your blocks, okay? You guys can build together. I'm going to come hang out with you in a little bit. Another thing that I put into place is really devoting specific time to God based on the schedule he's given me for the day. Something that I am unsubscribing from mamas is this idea that every mother has to wake up at 5 a.m. or 4 a.m. to get special dedicated time with the Lord. During this pregnancy, I really tried to do that, but then I had to sit down and say, okay, girl, you're pregnant. You're also a stay-at-home mom. You're with the kids all day. What does devoting your time to God look like? It doesn't have to look like the next mother's time. Just because the favorite mother that you follow on Instagram is getting up at 5 a.m., doing her morning run, and sending an inspirational message to you does not mean that that's what God wants to do for you. It's okay to devote your time to the Lord while your children are playing with blocks at your feet. It's okay to devote your time with the Lord while your kids may be watching some type of television program. It is just truly about actually building that spiritual muscle, not necessarily having this religious law practice at 5 a.m. every day running to talk to God. They may work for some moms, but that doesn't mean that it works for all moms. I'm not a morning person. I'm not the person that's going to get up before my children in this season right now, pregnant and cook breakfast for everybody. No, my kids get breakfast when they wake up the same way that I get breakfast. And in the future, will I be in a position to maybe have a little bit more energy? Absolutely. But I want us to get away from trying to carve out these segments of laws based on what somebody else is doing because we've seen the results that they've gotten in their lives. God may be calling you to something completely different. I have to wrap up this episode in saying keep your motherhood mental state at the forefront by bringing everything to God. You're not going to solve everything. It's just not meant to be like that. But you know what you can do? Surrender everything and put that burden onto God and let him dictate what your priorities are going to be so that you can keep the obedience to God first and he will allow everything else to fall into place. Ways to support the mom bar 
are to subscribe to the podcast, share with another mama, or become a member of the very important mama club on themombar.co. That is T-H-E-M-O-M-B-A-R dot C-O.